G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It's a pretty normal thing. Boy meets girl, they fall in love, they get married. But not everyone follows that path. Some people stay single all their lives. Others find themselves single again through the death of their spouse or through divorce. So here's the question, can a single person be content with their life? Bernie Diamond, great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at this important subject of singleness from a different perspective. The last time we talked about marriage and family on the program, last year I think it was, I had a number of requests from single people to talk about singleness. So today, as we chat about contentment again, I thought that that would be a great thing to do. Because there are some people who don't want to be married. There are some people who were never meant to be married. I was having dinner just the other night with a bunch of my classmates from the Royal Military College, Duntroon. Now, we graduated from the college over 30 years ago as officers in the Australian Army, so it it had been a while. One of the guys, a great bloke, salt of the earth, has never been married. He lives on a yacht, on a marina, and works at one of the large free-to-air television stations. Now, this guy is a live wire. He's always been that and he always will be. (laughs) Some would call him eccentric. He is totally content being who he is, being single, and I doubt he will ever get married. Knowing him as I do, can I tell you, I think that's the right choice for him. No, I am not saying that everybody who's single is slightly eccentric. It's just one example. But I think sometimes the rest of us, the ones who are married... Sometimes we think that people who have never been married and are never likely to be married are a little bit odd, but that's not the case. Some people are meant to be married and others aren't. It's exactly what Jesus said, Matthew chapter 19, verses 9 to 11. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for unfaithfulness and marries another commits adultery. So his disciples said to him, well, if that's the case, um, isn't it better not to get married? But he said to them, look, not everyone can accept that teaching, but only those to whom it is given. And so to me, when it comes to contentment and the decision to be married or single, that's the key. Some can accept the idea of being single. They like the idea of remaining single. And so it's an awesome choice for them. As we'll see in a moment, it frees them up to get focused on God's work without any restrictions or limitations. The rest of us need to see that as a perfectly valid choice. Others like me can't accept that. I'm not one to remain single. And so those people should seek out a wife or a husband, as the case may be, and get married. And again, that's exactly what the Apostle Paul says, expounding a bit on what Jesus said. Let's have a read. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 1 to 9. Now concerning the matters about which you wrote, it is well for a man not to touch a woman. But because of cases of sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. 
Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a set time to devote yourselves to prayer and to come together again, so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. This I say by way of a concession, not of a command. I wish that all were as I myself am. But each has a particular gift from God, one having one kind, another having a different kind. To the unmarried and to the widows, I say that it is well for them to remain unmarried as I am. But if they are not practicing self-control, then they should marry, for it is better to marry than to be aflame with passion. Some people might be surprised about the fact that the Bible is so direct about sexuality. But hey, our sexuality is a big part of who we are. And as we chatted about this the other day, we saw that God's plan is not for us to fulfill our sexual needs in a casual relationship. Sex is an amazing gift from God. It was, after all, his idea. And so he knows that we are designed for physical intimacy to occur in an exclusive bond that we call marriage. Not everyone has that need. Paul makes the point that he himself was single. I wish you all were as I am. Why? Because as a single person, you can very easily go and serve the Lord wherever he may call. And that's the key. Come back to it. God made me. God made you. He chose one life for me. He chose another life for you. We are all perfectly made to live the life that God's chosen for us. And that's the life we should be living. Again, the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17. However that may be, let each of you lead the life that the Lord has assigned, to which God has called you. This is my rule in all the churches. I've been in churches where single people aren't included in family barbecues. Somehow they're shunned. I've seen it. Perhaps you've seen it too. And those of you who are single have no doubt experienced it. I've experienced it from the receiving end. I was single and 36 years old, and often after church on Sundays, a few families would head off and go and have a barbecue together, and they wouldn't think to invite me along because I was single. I didn't have a family at the time. That really hurts. Some churches have singles ministries. Well, fair enough. But it's almost as though we put singles over there in one corner and segregate them from families. When you think about it, it's pretty crazy because if there's one thing a single person needs, it's other people around them. So I say to those who are single, if you're content being single, for goodness sake, stay single. Singleness is not a disease. It's something that God chooses for some people, and it's a high calling indeed, as it was for the Apostle Paul. It can be an absolutely wonderful way to live your life. It can be a completely satisfying way to live your life. In fact, the worst thing that a person can do who feels called to be single is to get married. I think that life would be just a nightmare. But if you're not content being single, then as Jesus says, the Apostle Paul says, for goodness sake, get married so that you can be completely fulfilled. Do what God made you to do. Be who God made you to be. Live the life that the Lord has assigned to which he has called you. One of the most difficult things is the situation, though, where someone finds themselves single again, either through the death of a loved one or through marriage breakdown and divorce. We don't have time to go into the single again situation fully today, but I promise that one day in the not-too-distant future, we'll do that. For the rest of us, we need to understand that those who were once married and now find themselves single again, they need our special love and care and understanding and support. 
People who have been divorced have typically been through a painful and bloody separation. It hurts terribly when this special God-anointed relationship between husband and wife, which was meant to last a lifetime, is torn apart. Is divorce a sin? Sure it is. But so are a lot of other things, and sin always hurts, and special compassion is required to love someone through that. Those who have lost their husband or wife too, they need our love and attention, particularly, let me say, the widows, for whom God has a very special heart. Psalm 68 verse 5 says that the father of the fatherless and the protector of the widows is God in his holy habitation. So, if you know someone who's single again for whatever reason, there is an opportunity, a great opportunity, to show the love and the mercy and the compassion of God. Because the transition from being married to being single is a tough one, as anyone who's ever been through it will tell you. And to all you singles out there, be content as you have so much time to spend with the Lord, to draw close to the Lord, to experience His presence in a unique and beautiful way. Let Him be your all in all, and cherish greatly your time with the Lord. definitely has its ups and downs, not to mention the fact that even when things are going well, our own foibles and failures have this amazing ability to rob us of the good things that God has planned. That's why living your best life, the life God always had planned for you, takes power, serious power. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, Holy Spirit Power. His word is alive and active. Amen. So I'm praying that he'll help you lay hold of the incredible power that he has ready and waiting for you. The power to be all that he made you to be through this particular booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.